Yeah, Miles, what's going on, man? Not much. It's Friday. Oops, so happy it's Friday, it's, man. Good stuff. Seems like only yesterday that we were doing a stream together. It does seem that was yesterday, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't know, but we were testing the waters of uh, Meta without parole, right? Sure were, man. We sure were. We're getting the gears rolling on that as soon as possible. Um, I got to apologize for this thumbnail, like because this is just uh, this is just the Arizona Sunshine Two uh, screen. That, that like this is like the, the thing everyone. Oh, uses. is it? Yeah, and and you know the the concept was oh, the gameplay. The yeah, the CGI gameplay. So the concept for the thumbnail was supposed to be, we, we had said, oh, it's, it's, today is a hundred days from the launch of the PSVR 2. So we'll celebrate a hundred mm. days later. And it was like, let's make it zombie themed. Let's, let's, let's do, instead of like 28 days later, let's make it a hundred days later. And so I was going to have like all these zombies from like PSVR 2 games and PSVR 1 games and have it look like 28 days later. Uh, and I just really fucking dropped the ball on this. So this is what you got, guys. <laughs> this, this is it. This is, I was like, where's the red? Normally you have loads of red in the text. Isn't it's just gray and but that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Red takes time. Red takes time. I only had time for white and kind of gray. <laughs> well, I like it. And we're sticking with it for a hundred days. It's how we're feeling. All right, man. A bit gray. Let's start the show, dude. <laughs> I always take this big chug of coffee, like right before you guys see our faces, like while the while the theme song's playing. I I, I, I take my coffee concentrate, and I chug it back. I go, go go go! Let's get some energy for the show. One of these days, I'm just gonna blow Miles's mind, and right before you guys see our face, I'm just gonna take a big line right off my right off tornado right off tornado's Whoa. ass, and he's Miles is gonna fucking lose it before the show. This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Tuesday, Friday, right here on PSVR Without Parole. We do it live on YouTube, 6 p.m. Eastern, for your viewing pleasure. We also do it uh, on podcast services of your choice for all of you who like to listen with your ears instead of your eyes. There's a joke in there somewhere. My name is Brian Pop from this channel right here, uh, PSVR Without Parole, and to my right, the, 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 the every youthful Miles Dyer. Hey Brian, hey Game Cats, how are we doing? Yep, um, I'm officially on vacation now. Uh, I haven't packed. Uh, I'm leaving in ten hours' time, uh, so I'll probably do it in the morning. It's always in the morning. Uh, but yeah, just thought chop it all off. Um, I'm going to be doing a lot of VR gaming once I'm back. So to get rid of all that VR crazy hair uh, before every show, <laughs> when everyone's like Miles, it's like been playing VR. Yeah, going to be a little harder to tell. Yeah. Did you a little uh, bit harder to tell? Did you did you get did you get your haircut before the Cosmos Dread stream or was that? Yeah, I did, yeah. and uh, funnily enough, I matched the thumbnail design because <laughs> it was like me with really short hair. So nice. I didn't go to the um didn't go to the hairdresser and go, "You see this video thumbnail? I want that." <laughs> Wait, you see this AI generated character that kind of looks like me? Make it look more like me. Um, yeah, but none of the bloodshot eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so in case you guys don't know, over on YouTube.com slash Miles, click the link in the description below. Subscribe to Miles Dyer. Uh, just before the show, you were playing Cosmo Dread. Uh, and that was for the very first time, right? You didn't want to, you didn't want to ruin it for yourself. You didn't want to learn about the game before your stream. This was your first time playing. Am I right? Tell me how it went. 
Uh, it went something. I mean, look, um, I know there are going to be some people that were kind of disappointed that I stopped when I did. I, I played for an hour. Um, I had four attempts. Um, and <laughs> I mean, it's it's a brilliant game. It's amazing. And the fact that one person has made that is phenomenal. Um, but I'm telling you now, I stopped streaming, what, an hour and five minutes ago. I'm still feeling anxious from it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I genuinely feel it in my bones. Um, I had a heart rate uh, monitor on, and a lot of people were saying it was broken. It, it, I, I did keep checking it. It wasn't broken. Um, I was nowhere near as, like, intensely anxious as, as I was playing Resident Evil Village. Mm-hmm. Like, that took my heart rate all the way up to, like, 140 but that was like my first proper let's play in VR and you know, village is a, a quite a hell of a starting point. Um, whereas I think this, I came to a bit more better prepared in some ways. And in other ways, there's just stuff in that game that I just wasn't prepared for. And, um, uh, I mean, I don't really want to spoil too much, but yeah, basically I don't like spiders and they've absolutely captured, uh, the horror of spiders in terms of how they move. So suddenly, um, that's the that's the part of the game I really struggled with to the point that I can open cupboards anymore. <laughs> There's so much to learn in Cosmo Dread. Uh, our friend our friend Dan beat it in two runs, uh, which I think is a fucking shame because in two runs I didn't know anything about Cosmo Dread. Like I didn't really know about uh, about all the, a lot of the enemies and about how to dispose of the enemies and. Uh, and how to really craft and, and, and all the different blueprints you can unlock. I didn't really get into the meat of the game for hours. And so I feel like, you know, anybody who, anybody who beats it that fast, I was like, I, I almost feel bad for it. It's like, yeah, you're, you, you did a great job and you like killed it at the game, but you kind of missed that sense of discovery and that sense of wonder and that gradual unlocking of different items and, you know, how many weapons could you have possibly seen? And, and so I highly recommend, you know, everybody getting in there and just, I mean, obviously, don't try to die, but, but, but I just, I kind of feel bad for people who are really good at it because it's, it, it takes away some of the, some of that sense of discovery. And that was my favorite part of that game. Yeah. I mean, my first bit of discovery was that, um, I was running around with a weapon that I hadn't even loaded with ammo yet and equipped. <laughs> and I, when I discovered it, I was like, okay, I, I'm glad I, kind of didn't get into too much trouble because that would have really got me panicking i spent so much right at the beginning working out like how to pick up items um like i kind of missed it on the um sort of the tutorial it gives you right at the start mm-hmm. um and there's a lot i just don't understand and i'm not here to give answers now to people but it's like cans of food and stuff that says it's got like health properties and that i assume you get it blended up somewhere i've not found out where you do that yet um but yeah i've had four attempts so far um yeah, I, like it's it's amazing, but the the reality is, it's not going to be a game I'm going to be rushing back to. I, like, I genuinely still feel a bit nauseous from playing it. And people in the chat during the live show were saying like, "Oh, is is that from motion sickness?" No, it wasn't. It was like genuine anxiety. Um, uh, it made me really, really anxious. Um, but um, brilliant. Um, Monster Designs is great. Um, but yeah, for anyone that does want to see my run throughs, um, timestamps are up on it now. It's on my channel. Um, and I've just tweeted actually a um, a clip from it <laughs> that is hilarious because I literally shout like full volume and uh, almost throw my controllers across the room. <laughs> well, it's always fun to watch people scared. I, I did tune in uh, for a little bit. Um, 
and uh, and watched you in real time. And then I went back and watched the very beginning. Uh, and so I'll have to at some point get to watch that whole thing. Um, but that's great, man. I'm, I'm, I'm happy you get to try it out at least. Uh, I know a little bit more about it. Uh, There's always a weird pressure when you do Let's Praise, though, Brian. I mean, you've done them a lot longer than me, so I'd be interested to hear your perspective on this. But, you know, you want to give a realistic representation of what you're playing. So for sure. me, it's like I always want to try and play games fresh. But it does mean, unfortunately, on live streams, people are going to be watching you frustratingly trying to work out how to put something in your infantry yep. for like a solid five minutes and that. But that's just the reality. And I guess people on replay, they can skip forward and, until they see things change. But um, uh, I do think it is important to sort of just give, not not be prepared, you know, to give us, you know, a fake run. Um, I don't know. What, what are your feelings on that? Because there is that pressure, I guess, you feel in the early days of doing Let's Plays of like, oh, am I wasting time or are people bored of seeing me stumble on this? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like let's plays. I, I really don't like doing let's plays because, uh, because every game has a learning curve of some kind, uh, right? Every game yeah. has some kind of tutorial. Every game, no matter how simple it is, there's always things. The game's trying to teach you something and to, and, and to be, and when you try to be entertaining and listen to people talk in your ear and listen to the game and try to learn, it's, it's half impossible. And I think it really yeah. kills my enjoyment to a certain extent. And so I've stopped doing like the, you know, there you back in the day, I think all the VR streamers, the second we got a key, we'd rush to be the first one to be like, do a let's play, hurry up, like, let's show impressions. Like, and I just don't care about that anymore. Um, yeah. You know, the, the thing is, is I think most people on this channel recognize what I like and what I enjoy. And they were so gracious when they were like, Brian, just fucking stream village and ignore us, turn off the comments. Like just, we just want right, to yeah. watch you play. Right. And there were the people that couldn't fucking handle it. Couldn't handle watching me wander around aimlessly or couldn't handle watching me not understand how to solve a puzzle. Right. But I'm not playing for those people. I'm playing for the people who want to watch me fucking suffer. And so, yeah, yeah. You, you know, and you can't, you can't be everything to everybody all the time. Um, as Mitch Hedberg says, you can't be. No, no. Right. What? No, that, that makes sense. And, and to be honest, it's a great community. And, and, and I, that's the approach I've taken, which is this is how I'm going to do it. People can tune in if they want. And people seem to be digging it. And, and I'm enjoying it. Um, I've, I've asked people to request what PSVR 2 titles I do next. And of course, they're all talking about other horror games. I will be doing more horror games. I'll be doing all of them eventually, but I'll be pacing them out with non horror in between. Um, but I tell you what, Madison, when that game finally comes out to VR, Brian, that is going to be something else. Yeah, dude. It's going to be crazy. Uh, <clears throat> we'll have more information about that soon enough. Waleed is now a GameCast, specifically a White Tiger, uh, with the membership super chat. I love this. Uh, it says, channel nearing 100,000 subs. Keep it up. Thank you very much. Uh, it's it slowed down. It's slowed down. I thought we were going to be there fast, and I'm glad. I'm You know, I'm always... There's a part of me that's always really happy when things slows down. So I'm like, oh, we get to keep our nice tight knit community just a little bit longer. Uh, while he's now GameCast specifically, White Tiger with the Canadian 550 says, in my opinion, if Sony doesn't go big this fall with major IP announcements for PSVR 2, it will lose millions of potential customers who will buy Quest 3 instead. Maybe. It's Maybe. very possible. Um, I, I have mixed, mixed thoughts on Quest 3. Uh, I don't, I don't think that price point is going to make it super attractive to people. 
um, I think $500 for the baseline unit and then finding out that it's going to be more expensive if you want, you know, the one with a, a, a bigger drive or, um, you know, when you start looking at all the accessories, people tell you that you should get a $150 Bobo head strap with the, with, with a ba- an extra battery. You know, you start looking at it, it's like $750 headset suddenly, you know, yeah. what the fuck just happened? Um, and so I do think it's going to do great. I don't think it's going to be a no brainer, like a $300 quest two headset they just throw under the christmas tree for little johnny agreed no i agree with you there uh josh zosky with the five dollar tip says do you feel like every run in cosmo dread is fairly equally doable or are some randomly generated runs way harder or near impossible compared to others miles i've done a few more runs than you have <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and uh and, and i've got to say that I, I certainly have found runs that are like crazy easy. I'm like every single fucking cabinet I'm opening, there's more ammo. There were there were runs uh, where there was so much ammo for the crossbow that I was just bringing it into that main uh, room, you know, with with the um, you know what I mean, the main the main hall, um, and I was just and I was just stacking it up, stacking it up next to the 3D printer, just like there was a pile of shit that I was putting there because I, I didn't have enough room in my inventory. And then there were other other runs where it was just like nothing nothing you know and uh so so they do there are there are runs that are near impossible but i, I don't think there are any runs that are impossible i think i think that's the fun thing is that like if you take your time and you scrap as many items as you can uh to to, to fabricate as many items as you can from your blueprints I, I i mean i think anything's possible um but they do throw some of those difficult ones at you right at you at the beginning and so and for a game that i think you're supposed to die a lot in it's not the worst thing in the world Mm. I also have to say, um, my initial impressions of this game is it's without doubt scarier for me than the persistence. Um, really? And I actually, yeah, yeah, for me it is. Um, I felt like with the uh, the persistence is scary. Like, don't get me wrong, mm. it is a scary game, but I think it's, I don't know, like persistence. It's sort of zombie esque people. This is like otherworldly. This is like it's just more alien. You know, you know. It's more um, enemies that are harder to quantify and to suss out. Um, yeah, I think the audio design is just fucking out of this world. Honestly, I think uh, incredible, right? Absolutely incredible. Yeah, um, because whether there's something behind you or not, it always sounds like there's something behind you. Yeah, I kept closing doors behind me. Keep yeah, looking behind me. Um, I, I, I like. I have the questions like, does doing this, like changing the lighting, does that trigger monsters? Like, it's when you start wanting to suss out the game design as opposed to just like living in the world kind of stuff. And I was just overthinking everything. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Oh. Uh, we got Man Bear Pig Game Cat. He does exist with a two dollar tip. Please bring back, please bring Attack on Titan to PSVR 2, please. Man, Bear, Pig, Game Cat, if I had any control over that, you know I would fucking do that for you. Um, sadly, I do not. Uh, also, I don't have a lot of faith in that game. It's, it, you know, the concept seems like it could be cool, right? I mean, it's fucking Attack on Titan. How could that be bad? But then you find out that it's made by the same people who brought us Little Witch Academia Broom Racing. And you're like, well, that could be fucking real bad because that game was <laughs> not very good. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not getting too excited about Attack on Titan until there's something to be excited about. Uh, Move Master Mick, the Shape Throne PSVR Game Cat, uh, with the level two membership. Super Chat says, Miles Chat himself again. Oh, in Red Matter, in a work, in a word, he must have been, in a word. Wow. Game of the Year contender. 
it'll be interesting to see what happens at the end of this year, man. We're gonna, I mean, we'll we're gonna bring back the PSVR award show uh, for, uh, for for December. And amazing, dude, holy crap. Like we're going to have games, Gran Turismo seven going up against horizon, going up against uh village, going up against red matter. I mean, like all of these games could be game of the year for various reasons. Uh, and we haven't even seen all the games that have come out this year yet. Yeah. I mean the quality and the diversity of games. Um, you know, we keep bringing up the fact that, you know, a lot of the, um, a lot of the press were saying, where are the games? And it's just, and, and regardless of what we make of showcases, the truth is we are spoilt for game choice. Yeah. And it's going to be difficult to, to pick winners yeah. for, for most categories. Uh, Josh Cat with the $10 tip says, people that give crap to Let's Play streamers can suck it. <laughs> Keep doing what you love because we love you. Hashtag GameCat game Army. You know, I do, I, I do want to remind people. Thank you, Josh. We love you too. Um, mm. I want to remind people, uh, like on Twitter, I use a, I use the hashtag GameCatArmy all the time, right? I think to the uninitiated, it probably sounds like, you know, fuck everyone else without parole or like, or like some kind of like militant type thing, man. But like, I think Josh, uh, said, said this and used it exactly right. Like I, when I think of GameCatArmy, I think of like, like this is, this is like, the group of people that we've formed that fucking are some of the coolest people in the world. Uh, very open minded family everything man it's like and and i and i think of it as very loving uh but i think i, I every so often i go man if people don't know what game, the game cat army is they, they could certainly look at it and be like wow what a fucking bunch of elitist assholes <laughs> right yeah uh okay we got a couple more and then we're gonna move the show right along because miles has to pack we got professor lewis with the five dollar <laughs> tip says happy weekend game cats this week the sunday multiplayer will be by 700 percent more votes than the other survey choices walk about mini golf uh, i participated uh, in this survey i uh, just want to let you guys know that this survey was tough uh there were three good games this week it was knock it was poker stars vr and it was walk about mini golf like three of my favorite multiplayer games uh all of them came out like in the last month jesus dude uh Walk about mini golf. So guys, don't forget to join our Discord. Click the link in the description below. Every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, Professor Lilith puts this together. Go to the WPG Sunday multiplayer channel. And uh and then and then you'll find out like people will put their room codes in. And so anybody that's like, man, I really want to play some multiplayer games on PSVR too, but like I don't have anyone to play with, I don't have any friends, or like I go on and no one's ever playing, this is your answer. Right. We, we organize these things on the discord. Sometimes they're unorganized. Sometimes they're like, Hey, who wants to play poker? Let's fucking do this shit. Right. Um, thank you, professor. I was going to say on poker stars VR. Um, obviously I'm glad it's now out in all regions. And, uh, I finally last night actually played the poker part of poker stars VR because oh, yeah. I played all the other stuff and actually the poker tables are really good fun. Like really good. I, I'm not a particularly, uh, confident poker player, but, um, I love the way it's laid out, and um, yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to be going back more and more. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm assuming at this point you, you haven't gotten into the routine of uh, lo- loading into Poker Stars every eight hours, so you get your free spin and your free tokens. Like that is, I have my alarm now uh, every eight hours. Yeah, <laughs> on my phone. So you can't, you're not you can't hours. sleep for more than eight hours because because it's not it's it's not uh, it's not every it's not just every eight hours. It's 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 eight hours since the last time you spun. And so like, yeah, right. So you, you got to get in there literally every eight hours to get all the, uh, all the tokens you could possibly get. And I've missed entire days at a time, which I kind of feel bad about. Um, we got et.2k9.now 
with a $10 tip says, hey, Brian, hey, Miles, if our Polish friend hey. is to be believed. Kava? Uh, Bobo is releasing a strap for PSVR 2. Uh, what would you like to see in a new head strap? Listen. Are you someone that would want a new head strap, Brian? Because I know some no. people aren't. So I'm, I'm happy with the way it is. Yeah. A lot of people have talked about, um, you know, like wearing like bandanas to keep it from sliding, I guess, uh, or, or whatever. A lot of people have, I guess, different shaped heads are causing this. Um, and so I find it fascinating because PSVR one, everybody was like, Oh, this is super crazy comfortable. No one seemed to have any problem with the comfort or, or, or the fit. Um, and obviously PSVR two is different, but I put that on and within minutes kind of like figured out how it should sit on my head and it feels very comfortable. Um, so I don't not, not, it's not for me personally, but obviously like anyone who's, who's unhappy with the way that it fits. Fantastic. That's, I'm really happy for people who need that. Same with you. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like you saying. I mean, I've I've heard the people that you know do need it change for them. I've I've been really impressed. And actually, since Beat Saber's come out, and I've really been working out with the headset, and it's been getting really really sweaty. I thought this is going to be the ultimate test. And for me, fortunately, it, it, it's perfect. Um, good ventilation, and it's comfortable. Um, so yeah, for me, I, I the idea of what I'd want for a new headset. Um, nothing comes to mind. <laughs> uh, GC13 with the level two membership. Super chat says, when's the top 50 debate happening? Um, probably top 25 debate sooner rather than later. I would say within the next month. The second we can get everybody's schedules lined up. Uh, having three co-hosts is amazing, uh, but they're all very different people in different areas of the world. <laughs> with very different schedules. Uh, so we will, we will make that happen though soon. I keep waiting. I keep being like, well, we should wait for Hubris. Oh, we should wait for VR Skater. No, what, <laughs> maybe after Madison. And I'm like, you know what? We'll just do it as soon as possible. And then in three months, we'll do another one. Everything will be fine. Um, we got Legendary with the Canadian $10 tip. Says, hey, Brian, will you review the PSVR 2 version of Moss Book 2? I beat it last weekend and it blew me away. An incredible experience. Looks stunning on OLED. Um, I mean, the dream is to review everything for PSVR 2, and that includes PSVR 1 remasters. Uh, I just don't know, right? Like, I have a review for the original Moss on the channel, and that'll have to do for now. Uh, I'm doing my absolute best to keep up with everything. So, yes, I want to. When will it happen? It might be a little bit. Uh, Mark Pringlesleaf, membership uh, Super Chat, says, I do find the headset slips when I start sweating. Yeah, and I've heard that from, like, many people. Bandana seems to work for a lot of people hasn't been an issue for me um but i've got a i've got a big head that's what i've been told uh while he's now gamecast specifically white tiger with the canadian 550 says miles please accept my playstation friend request uh pakistan uh underscore 93 uh wrote it weird as super chat not allowing id to be typed uh been dominating pavlov <laughs> you've been called out man now you have to uh I know the pressure now, and it's with a with a donation. Yeah, I mean, look, I I, ha, I think having joined this community, mm -hmm. I do get a lot of ads, and I know Brian will for a long time and stuff like that. Um, I mean, generally speaking, I do try and keep it just to my close friends, but with with offers like that, I might have to widen widen the uh, the band in which um, I accept stuff. So I'll have a look. I. Uh... Yeah, I I feel bad. Like I I just kind of go in and accept everybody's friend requests. Um, do, but but then, do, I, but then do you I don't know what have it is? Like time to play with everybody. 
Well, this is it. And the other thing also is, I just wish PlayStation allowed you to do like, um, sort of, um, tag. You got to tag like people that you add because mm-hmm. in you know, I remember years ago I used to play Destiny and I used to add people that I ended up, you know, playing with, who, and it was great. And we'd play matches, and then it'd be like a year later, I'd see them on my friend list. I was like, who was that person? And they've moved on to different games as well, and the context is different. Uh, and so you end up having these massive long friends list with people that probably play different games. Obviously, it's different with a VR community, but um, whenever I am playing multiplayer games, I always post it out there. So you should, all, even if you're not, we're not like connected as friends, you should still be able to like find me on those servers because I'm always, you know, um, saying where it is. Feel the magic, hear the roar. Thunder game cats are loose with the Australian two dollar tip. Says it's the IT crowd voiceover guy. Yeah, they um, think I sound like Moss from uh, It Crowd. Oh, fantastic. I'm glad you understood what that meant because I had no (laughs) idea. I I mean, as usual, Rad Buster with the Canadian $7 said, playing Street Fighter VI World Tour mode on PSVR 2 cinema mode, sending Hadoukens out to the GameCats. Hadouken! (laughs) Yeah. That game is meant to be phenomenal from the reviews. Um, It's meant to be phenomenal. Phenomenal. Well, Miles, uh, we got a, we got a few different topics to uh, knock out today, um, and, uh, and I think we're going to start with a fairly interesting one, I guess. Uh, if, if you guys have been paying attention, uh, there was a the, on the showcase, I believe it was when we got a new trailer for Endream's upcoming PlayStation VR two exclusive Synapse, uh, and uh, I mean, there's a lot of questions about Synapse, right? How long is it going to be? What other mechanics are there? What's it like to play? I have all sorts of questions, Miles, and uh, and and soon we will have answers. But the first answer we have uh, is how much does it cost? Because over on the PlayStation Store, uh, it got listed for thirty four ninety nine with a ten percent pre-order discount, bringing it down to thirty two forty nine, I believe. Um, and that's I got to say, you get, when you start getting to that thirty five dollar price point, you start pushing the boundaries of what people consider, you know, like the upper echelon, the higher tier of VR games. Uh, what do you think of the price, man? Yeah, I'm just looking at what it is in the UK. So $34.99 US dollars in the UK, it's $29.99. I mean, yeah, that's, it's interesting because I, I feel like the price of PSVR 2 games is a lot more um, like mixed. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. not like there's one camp or another. It really does go up the spectrum because what was um Call of the Mountain? That was a fifty dollar or was it sixty dollars? It, it was sixty, but I think that I think it was sixty dollars to make the bundle seem like a better deal. Right. Yeah. Um yeah, have we we haven't seen another game at that price yet, other um, uh, other than well other than the hybrid games, Village. Gran Turismo Village. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um so yeah, I mean look, um and how much was sorry, all these questions sure. Fract, how much was Fract when uh, I want to say that... Fract was thirty, and then they had like a deluxe edition for forty. I could be wrong. I could, I'd have to it. double check that. Um, and I assume if they were going to have a deluxe edition, that would have already been listed by now. It's not something they would have added. Yeah, later, because you, right? you you wouldn't want to take pre-orders for something that was less yes. expensive than something that was more expensive that you could oh, that's sell, true. right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, but we've got the date on there. Um, July Fourth, so... man, Fourth of July. It's hard to uh, it's hard to forget that one. It's it's uh, it's Independence day in the states here um so it's super 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 exciting and um yeah just you know we've seen these trailers at the uh showcase um what was it it's one we've we've had two one at state of play and one at the showcase right um yes 
So now it's just, yeah, we just want to see gameplay. We want to see more aspects of it, you know, especially with these interesting mechanics that seem to be on it. Um, and, you know, even on the description, it says early possible on PSVR 2. Um, so to see, you know, how end dreams are going to make the most of the um, hardware of PSVR 2. Um, yeah. I- I'm excited. Uh, Kato093 says, Village 40? I bought the PS4 version for like 20 a year ago. Yeah, I mean, things mm-hmm. go on sale. <laughs> that's how that's how things work. When it launched, it was a $60 game. Um, but yeah, uh, as Corey Massey says, it's on sale right now for $30. Bucks. Um, so if you haven't picked it up, great time. Uh, the, days, the Days of Play sale just started today. Uh, and Gran Turismo is on sale. There's a couple PlayStation VR 1 games on sale. Uh, actually, if you go to the PlayStation Store, if you're a physical collector, uh, like things like Astrobot, Blood and Truth, uh, Everybody's Golf, I believe, like there's four uh, physical PlayStation VR 1 games for on sale for $10 each that you can get directly from PlayStation. Um, so there's a, there's a bunch of things you can can, can look around and, uh, and find some good deals as well. So uh, that's all happening. But Synapse, man, Synapse, coming July 4th. Uh, and I, I mean, uh, dude, I, I, I know people will probably have mixed emotions on this. Uh, I've heard some people saying some really mean things about supermassive games, but, uh, but they kind of stepped up to the plate when it came to, uh, when it came to Switchback, because there were a lot of complaints about Switchback at launch, and they've announced that there's going to be a supermassive patch coming wow uh around the end of the month have you seen all the details on this i have not brian lay them out please i'm really curious to hear about this well i'm going to do my absolute best to bring them up here right on the screen for us uh because they uh, they tweeted this out and i think this might actually be the article from i have no idea what i'm looking at here uh Almost there. There it is. I found what I was looking for, Miles, and that <sighs> never happens. Uh, but here it is. Uh, an update on Switchback VR patch. Uh, the uh, here I'm just going to go single screen so I can actually read this thing. Uh, again, they're hoping to get this out. Don't, don't please, for the love of God, don't don't hold them to uh, a release date on this. They said they said we don't have a firm release date. Uh, we're hoping to get it out by the end of June. If it happens to be July, please don't scream at them and call them fucking liars or anything else that you might have been calling them for the last couple months. Uh, they said uh, they've got fixes for blurred or low resolution visuals, which was a big one for me. Uh, I just couldn't believe how low res the game looked. Fixes for textures and assets popping, uh, greatly reducing load times. That was a big thing for some people. Yeah. Um, but uh, for me, I was like, yeah, the load times are long, but I guess I'm just not accustomed to the practically non-existent load times on PS5 yet. I'm like, load times are just a thing. Uh, enhancements to visuals, visual effects, and lighting, improvements to textures and environment assets, and then introduction of fidelity FX super resolution and foveated rendering. Uh, this is something wow. a lot so of did, people did, have been asking not, for. Yeah. So it didn't have foveated rendering? Nope. Nope. No, and, 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 and a lot of people have been asking, well, why doesn't it, right? This this is, a, this is something that makes PlayStation VR 2 uh, special, gives, gives you the option to uh, really really push these things to the limit the highest resolution the highest frame rates highest refresh rates uh why wouldn't you be taking advantage of this and i think the answer we have here miles is fucking time right this game was obviously rushed out it was supposed to be a launch title and then they just they basically rushed it out as fast as they could after launch just to just to get it out there um and and all of these things should have been taken care of prior to that 
I mean, it's really great. And I mean, the comments on the actual blog post itself is very positive. People saying thank you for the transparency in that. And, you know, you got, you, regardless of what you think, the thing, the truth is they could have just ignored it, you know, uh, could have just said, right, we've, we've sold what we have at launch. Um, but they've worked on it. Um, but looking at the list of, um, improvements, I mean, firstly, it's amazing, mm-hmm. but I read all those improvements and it reads like a blog of, Switchback VR coming to PSVR 2. We've taken the PSVR version and this is all the stuff the PSVR 2 version is going to harness. Oh. You know, that's how <laughs> yeah. it, that, that, yeah. that's how it reads to me. Like, uh, so it goes to your point of like, wh- so, yeah. so, so you're wh- saying wh- we are, we got the quest version, uh, a month ago <laughs> and now we're in, in, at the end of the month, we should be getting the PSVR 2 version. It, yeah, it, it just feels, it feels like that with all the, the things they've, mentioned because it's not just you know they were saying you know fixing low resolution it's enhanced visuals uh, vfx and lighting improvements to textures and environmental assets and then super resolution and foveated rendering yeah it's the fact they say the introduction of fidelity fx super resolution so again it's like and look i'm not a developer i'm just like why was this not in there to begin with and the answer can only be that they had pressures put on them to rush it out yeah. Um, which is a story that is not uncommon these days. It seems um, there's there's a lot going on in the industry at the moment with um, stuff getting you know people getting pressured to put stuff out before it's ready. Yeah, not uncommon, and uh, and obviously, in with Supermassive, I, it feels like this is just kind of par for the course with them. Uh, most people who have been playing Supermassive games with the flat screen stuff have just been saying, "Yeah, this is this is this is an issue with them." Uh, so, I, and so for those people who have been playing all of the like uh, dark pictures games, they weren't terribly surprised. They're like, oh, this is just super massive at this point, uh, which is a real shame. Um, but it's kind of where gaming's at, I think as well. Um, I don't know. Um, I got up to a level. I think I got up to the third, completed the third area. Yeah. And then I said, I'm not playing this. And that was for my let's play. And I said, I'm not playing this again until they fix it. Oh, so you saw because- all the good stuff. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. And then, you know, like, uh, we, we, we could sit here and we could talk for an hour about the quest showcase that happened yesterday. Uh, that's not really news. Uh, Miles and I, j- we just did our show. Uh, we just, we just covered the showcase yesterday. We watched the showcase, uh, with you guys and, uh, but, there, but, but a lot of good stuff did happen. Um, obviously we got, we got trailers for Bulletstorm VR, which is a great, uh, great vr remake of a uh, playstation 3 game 360 era uh we got a new ghostbusters trailer which i thought looked really good upon like once i went back and looked at it and said oh man like they give us a little bit of story what's going on in that game uh but then but then they also showed us like what the four player game uh co-op gameplay will look like uh walk about mini golf they showed us that uh they've revealed a journey to the center of the earth the new jules verne course it's coming june 7th and then they also revealed that in july they'll begin uh releasing their evil layers series of courses so like they are just every single month they've got a new course coming out and we are only five days away from the new one which i'm really excited about uh and then of course fast travel games with vampire the masquerade and vertigo games redoing the seventh guest which was probably the biggest thing in the show for me um but a great showcase overall uh and, and i'm so glad that we streamed it miles because there was just so much um there's just so much psvr2 goodness in there uh and whether we saw it from sony or whether we saw it from meta i was just happy that we saw it at all 
Yeah, um, I was really, really impressed. And, you know, afterwards I took to Twitter and I was just like, you know, MetaQuest Gaming Showcase is a great demonstration on how to champion VR gaming. Um, it was the mixture of, you know, they had a superb mix of games um, enhanced by great introductions um, with their speaker, Ruth. Um, and they had some deep dev insights on their first party game, which were really interesting as they were sort of showing you the game. Yeah. And as a diehard PSVR 2 fan, uh, PlayStation should take note and step up. Um, and some people, I think, misconstrued because some people were going, yeah, but a lot of these games are coming to PSVR 2 mm-hmm. or um, but I don't want to play Quest games. My, my My critique or comment on how good the showcase was was not to do with the games themselves although there were a lot of games on there that i was interested in it was about the presentation and the attitude and you can argue that you know meta this is what they do whereas playstation they have flat screen and they have vr as well but there's just a feeling isn't there with this that um it just comes across as unapologetic they're not hiding it um they're really leaning into it and it might suggest that you know playstation should do um a vr a psvr2 state of play but ultimately as a showcase presentation in terms of the number of games in that it was greater than anything that was done for the lead up the launch of psvr2 you know i don't think they had a vr state of play uh no, did, no, they they did, they no, did put um they put Resident Evil Four into a state of play along with Saints and Sinners, uh, and you know they 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 definitely had four solid games uh, in a state of play, uh, and then we sat around and waited for a showcase that felt like a state of play. Um, yeah. So yeah, they. I, I do think I do think that Sony has a little bit of a problem on their hands. They they keep trying to appease the flat screen gamers, uh, and they're not even doing that. Uh, and then when they yes. show off VR, then they, then they piss off the flat screen gamers. But honestly, uh, I do, I do think it's time to, uh, for, for them to start doing state of plays that are PSVR 2 focused, that are VR focused, yeah. right? And it's like, Hey, just, I mean, they're so good about letting us know what's coming in those state of plays saying, Hey, uh, this is only going to be for Final Fantasy, or this is only going to be for this game, or this is only going to be for PlayStation Five. It won't have any VR games, so why not do a PSVR two showcase uh, and get? And especially when you know, here we are. There's so many of us that got excited about the Quest showcase yesterday because when they were showing off games like Bulletstorm, which is like, yes, that's cool, but it's also like a fucking 15 year old game that's now getting. And, and don't get me wrong. There's a bunch of games from that era, like Bioshock, that I would absolutely love in VR. Um, but they're showing that. They're showing, uh, you know, like as much as I'm excited about the Seventh Guest, that's that's made by Vertigo, and Vertigo has a spotty track record. Uh, and then, uh, you know, and Walkabout, great, great game, but an indie game. Um, and it's just like, and then fast, and then fast travel, who's always sort of been like this mid tier developer. If you're, if this is going to be the stuff that we're excited about, then like Sony must have Sony's got a great relationship with a ton of third-party developers and there's hundreds hundreds of third-party developers making this level this quality of vr game for psvr2 right and so so why not like throw a five minute sizzle reel or 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 just you know throw an extra five minutes into the showcase of all these different games that are coming out um it's 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 a little baffling right but it but at the same time, it's like uh, I think Sony's also trying to differentiate themselves from something like the Quest, 
And so if it, I think Sony is the, the one who's less likely to show all of these games. And then, and then, then we later find out they're also coming to quest, right? Whereas quest is like, Oh yeah, we're, we're putting all these games on our headset. And then later we find out, Oh, some of them are coming to PSVR too. It's just a different mindset. I think Sony would like to differentiate themselves from Quest. And, and, and we could go round and round on this like fucking forever, right? We, we try to understand what Sony's doing, but we have no idea. Like, what is there? What is their MO? What is their plan? Right? We're just waiting to find out what that is. They're just always playing 4D chess, Brian, and it's incredibly frustrating. Because who who because no one knows chess? how to play 4D chess. Yeah. That is super yeah, frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, feel the magic, hear the roar. Uh, with the Australian two dollar tip says also PSVR Underground looks like Guy Sebastian. I'll have to Google that later, man. I don't know who anybody is apparently. Um, uh, who's no who 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 wow who man? I'm terrible with names. I'm sorry, man. I've said I, I know you've tipped like a million times. I still don't know how to pronounce your name. Uh, Joao Victor. We're gonna go with that with the eleven rupees. Says, how huge do you think Apple VR will be? Do you think it's possible that Apple bought the rights to Half Life Alex to run exclusively on their new VR headset, taking it away from PSVR two? Miles, what do you think? <laughs> oh man, what's going on with Half Life Alex? Uh, I honestly don't know. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, what happens with Apple? But what I can say about Apple VR uh, is it's going to be really expensive, um, and they're sort of taking the AR route on a mixed reality route as well, from what is speculated. Um, so PSVR two is on its own track. You know, they're about their pipeline is not to get necessarily people from non PlayStation people to just get PSVR two. They're about getting PlayStation five owners to VR. That is good point. That is the customer, you know, um, journey. Um, filling in the in you know the funnel at the top, getting people buying consoles and then buying PSVR two. Um, it's not the sale you you make is not. Hey, do you want to buy a PS five and a PSVR two? Um, although with something like Apple, if it does cost a couple of thousand, um, there will be some people that go. Actually, I might do that instead. So it might actually work in PlayStation's favor. Yeah, uh, we were talking voice chat today, and, uh, and it seemed like everyone kind of agreed that uh, that it's very possible that the Apple VR headset won't sell terribly well, considering how much it's going to cost. Um, but what it will do is legitimize VR for a lot of people for whom VR was never an option for before. Uh, so pe- people might say, "Oh my God, v- Apple's getting into VR! Like this, this means VR is real. This means VR is a thing that will." Uh, impact our lives greatly in the future because that's just kind of how a lot of Apple people look at things. And and so while it's not going to be affordable to everyone, but that might open some people's eyes and have them go, well, VR may be something I want to look into. And then when they see like, what right. you know, affordable options, you know, oh, we already have a PlayStation 5. Let's get a PSVR 2, right? Or, hey, you know, Lil Johnny's been asking for a Quest 2 for fucking two years. Let's finally get him one. Let's see, let's see if this thing's any good. So... That's, uh... I definitely think I definitely think all the big companies bringing out their own VR headsets is going to help it become more mainstream. Not only because they're serving their own customer bases, but just in the zeitgeist of the moment, it's like, oh, okay, it's not just one or two companies. It's like they're all getting involved. This is something I should probably be taking a look at. Yeah. Super elastic bubble plastic game cat. 
$25 tips with Brian. I've never agreed with someone as much as I do with you. You were fair, honest, graceful, uh, and on top of your game. Thanks for being here for us. Uh, thank you very much, Super Elastic Bubble Plastic Game Cat. That's a very nice thing for you to say. Uh, I do want to remind you, uh, however, that uh, give it another week uh, because because anybody who agrees with me all the time uh, is probably out of their mind. And so, um, like, like, but really, like, like, who do you know in your life that you agree with all the time? Like, what reviewer, what, what person, one hundred percent all the time, right? So, it's coming. Super, uh, super plastic bubble elastic. I fucking just screwed up your name. Uh, it's coming. We're going to disagree soon, and I want you to know that I still love you regardless. While it is now GameCat specifically White Tiger with the Canadian five fifty says prior to the PlayStation showcase, I agreed with Sony's soft launch strategy. Uh, as a very clever, as very clever. Now I think that maybe they want to see what Meta shows and then go big. I I, th- I think they're doing a sandwich with um, the summer of gaming. I think they've because we've all said the showcase feels like a um sort of a, a big state of play. State of plays have always been about like what's happening for the next half year, and let's be honest. The showcase, although it did have things that are going to probably come out next year, it genuinely felt like, yeah, this is just giving you the beats. You know, Spider-Man is the thing that's going to be ending the year. Happened with God of God of War the previous year, Ragnarok. Um, so I feel that, yeah, once we get through the release of Spider-Man 2 and we've had all the uh, summer of gaming, uh, I can see PlayStation doing a, another showcase and then hitting out the park but i say that i felt that they should have done that for the last year yeah Um, yeah it was when they don't do it it just makes the case even more for them doing it so Mm. it's like you know um it's every time they don't do a showcase the way we think they should it doesn't mean it's less likely i think it means it's now more likely it's true right and it makes us sound crazy Right, yeah, because we're yeah. like, oh, Sony, Sony didn't announce anything. Well, they're saving the big guns for later. Well, Sony yeah. didn't announce anything again. Well, they're saving the big guns for later. It's like, well, when the fuck are they going to show the big guns? And if the, if we didn't know how many studios they owned, and we didn't know that each of those studios were working on anywhere from one to three games a piece, then I would feel crazy. But they're obviously working on stuff, and they're just not ready to show it yet. Um, and so I don't, I don't think we're going to see a whole lot at the Summer Game Fest. I don't think that's going to be a thing. But I do think we're going to see another showcase. We're going to see a state of play. Uh, w- w- now that PlayStation 5s are readily available and PSVR 2s can be bought on Amazon and everywhere around the world, I think I think we will start seeing things. Um, this showcase just felt like something to appease people and say, hey, we'll, we'll get to you, right? And here's something because you won't stop bothering us. Um, you, what, you, want, you want to hear about our new games? Well, then here's a CGI teaser that shows no gameplay uh or even really what you'll be doing in the game for a couple of our new first party studio games like it was really the bare minimum as far as uh as far as revealing what they've been working on for all these years uh so you know that at some point they're going to come out and knock it out of the park this just wasn't that showcase agreed um the thing we have to keep reminding ourselves and we have said this already is that it wasn't just PSVR 2 fans that were disappointed. It was PlayStation fans across the board were yeah. disappointed. Flat screen, first party games. Yeah. Um, that was lacking as well. So it wasn't that we were being uh, shunted aside. Um, but the other thing also is Sony being quiet and being very conservative with what they announce. 
the the other side of things is what Xbox has done, and I've seen on lots of these Xbox shows huge irritation that you know um, I remember before the no when the X, the new Xbox was announced at um, the Game Awards they showed Ninja Theories um, Senua's Sacrifice um, Hell, Hellblade Two um, that's still not out Fable at launch yeah. still not out um, all these titles are still and you know what they they should come out when they're ready but it's like almost three years and some of these games have you know and where have yeah. they gone and then you see redfall and it's like oh or oh, what's happening with these other ones so right. sony are gonna do it when when they know they're ready and well, it's frustrating but we just have to be patient i think it's easy to forget now that we're like you know we all act as the pandemic's over, right? We're just like, okay, well, that was a thing that lasted three years, but that lasted three years right in the middle of a console launch. Like yeah. PlayStation five launched in the middle of a fucking pandemic. Uh, studios started working from home. Studios had to figure out how that was going to be a thing. Th- think about it. Think about studios like Naughty Dog or, or Insomniac with hundreds of employees that all sat next to each other at cubicles, computers right next to each other, working together, right. In this, like this integrated system. And then suddenly everybody's doing that from home. I mean, I'd be shocked if that didn't if that didn't put a put a major wrench in the works for for like d- delayed games for more than a year or, or longer. Um, so we we could still be seeing the results of that. Games take fucking five six years to make these days. Like especially games like Naughty Dog, especially games like Insomniac, especially games like you know um, uh, Sucker Punch. Like they're making like triple A fucking top of the line games. These games are not easy to make. They take forever. Um, and I think we're seeing the results of, uh, the pandemic still. Uh, Dratseb with the $5 tip says, shy gypsy, shyly, shyly, tryst by my crypt. Can't wait for the seventh guest. The puzzles in the original were hard as fuck. Uh, so I bought seventh guest, uh, cause I told you guys, like, I was always fascinated by it. Uh, but I got out of PC gaming right before it happened. I saw other people play it. I've definitely been paying attention to it a lot over the years. Um, but I bought it on my Steam Deck last night because I was like, fuck this. I just want to, play the original does not work on the steam deck just a heads up <laughs> so, uh, so i'll have to check it out on uh, on on just my pc and see if it works there on steam um but yeah very excited for that feel the magic hear the roar thunder game cats are loose with the australian five dollar tips oh here we go aloy is so sexy in vr sony made a big mistake by not having giving you the option for aloy to give you a lap dance uh i think you want a pc vr headset because you want you want sexy VR stuff. PCs where it's at. Uh, Miles, oh, you've heard it here. We've got to talk about um, we've got to talk about the, this hundred days of PlayStation VR. Uh, Twenty eight days nice. later, a hundred days later, hundred days later. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's start as as our as our retrospective here, since it's been so long, and who can remember a hundred days ago? Let's start with the launch. Um, give me some, give me some launch memories, highlights, uh, and, and, and we'll, and we'll move through this timeline relatively quickly. I mean, my, uh, my earliest memories are the fact that we had such a wide variety of games at launch. And, um, for me, um, personally, it was nice to have the source, I say same starting point as everyone else, like to, you know, um, be at the start of a new generation. Um, obviously, I got a head start, which I was very fortunate enough to do. Um, but it, it was just being overwhelmed with so many games. And uh, it was very clear early on that we all had different games that 
we enjoyed playing. Uh, you know, I what the bat I thought was a great starting game for people that are new to VR. Um, I had fun with it. It was a it was a cute little game. I think um, uh, Zombie Land is a hidden gem. Um, it's it just scratches that time crisis itch. I love the art design. The guns feel amazing. It's got a lot of replayability, and the end game content's great. Um, but I think what really blew me away was um, Kayak VR and uh, Gran Turismo 7. Those were the two that gave me the OMFG moments of this is VRAF. Um, The fidelity in the swimming pool in Kayak VR and when it goes from the flat screen to you're in it in uh, GT7 is just, you know, I know for you as well, it was just absolutely mind-blowing. Yeah, I mean, I, I I was so frustrated on launch day, right? Because here I am waiting and waiting and waiting for my PSVR two to be delivered, and 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 you know having my basically having my stream set up and just telling people I'm still waiting. And then once I got it, even while I was getting things set up, it, like things were just taking forever, and I was super frustrated. Like I was in a bad mood on the PSVR two launch day. Like that's not where I wanted to be, but there I was, like just miserable on the day that I've been waiting for for years. Right. And so, uh, to have my rig all built with, with my, uh, G29 Logitech racing wheel and, and the whole seat and the pedals and the shifter and everything all set up. Uh, and for that to be, I was like, Oh, I need to charge my sense controllers the second I take them out of the box. So like, I can't even play a proper, I say proper as if it's the only way to play a PSVR two game, but a proper game with sense controls, uh, and my new headset, I've got to charge those things up while I'm playing the first game. And I was like, well, fuck it. I guess Gran Turismo seven is going to be my first game. And that's not that's not the optimal thing that I'm looking for, but here we go. And as we all know, it starts in cinema mode, and you go through the menus in cinema mode, and you even start the race in cinema mode. And for a brief second, I was like, "What? What am I doing wrong?" And it kicked in. And dude, I have never been so blown away by VR outside of the very first time I ever put on the PSVR one headset. Right? It was the same level of, oh my yeah. God, you just blew my mind again. Cause here I am, hands on the wheel, and I, you know, and everything is just absolutely perfect in VR. And of course, with the racing rig and the feedback from the Logitech and everything else, I couldn't believe it. I, in, in, in caring about a, a racing sim for the first time in my life, really, uh, was amazing. Was amazing. And it's, it, it, yeah. It's the, it's the giddiness, isn't it? That's the way I always describe it. Like it's, in the swimming pool in kayak vr and gt7 it was this real sense of like i didn't know how to articulate what i was feeling i was like yeah i didn't i wanted to be blown away and this has absolutely done it like i know what vr is we're very experienced in it but right now it was like turning that first corner in gt7 and feeling my body going to the side because you're used to the g-force and i was like oh my god i feel like i'm gonna fall out of my chair <laughs> it was just it was just so- incredible yeah. unbelievable and and here we are 100 days later miles and i'm yeah. still i still haven't played all the launch games right because i'm trying to keep up with current releases trying to get these reviews yeah. out in a timely manner and so anytime a new game comes out i go well pump the brakes i gotta you know work on this new thing um but but dude village for me is a 10 out of 10 game it's not a perfect game but it's still the best vr game i've ever played unbelievable grand turismo 7 horizon demio pavlov star wars i mean like i was not excited in the least about tales from the galaxy's edge not even remotely didn't care at all 
And I was like, this game's fucking fun, dude. Like, I mean, so many great launch titles. Uh, AJ and I just did a games cast about hidden gems from the launch period, like Runner, Drums Rock, uh, a bunch of other games. I, I still haven't reviewed The Light Brigade, although I've played the crap out of it. Uh, there's so many good games uh, that all came out at launch. And then post-launch, right? After after that, after February 22nd, uh, we got Switchback, which mixed reactions, sure. But uh, Saints and Sinners one and two, and here we were. Here we were saying Village is the best looking PSVR two game, one of the best looking VR games ever made. Oh no, Gran Turismo seven is that game. No, Horizon is that game. Shit, no, Saints and Sinners Chapter two Retribution. This is the best fucking VR game. This is the best looking PlayStation VR two game that we have. Like it was just like we're there. People have constantly been upping the ante for the last one hundred days, allowing us to go. No, this is the best looking game. No, this is the best looking game. And every time I say it, I go. This is ridiculous. How many more times can I say this in the first year of the headset? And I hope I get yeah. to keep saying it for the next six years. No, this is the best looking game, right? As as developers learn to optimize more and more and more. But then, I mean, like, dude, Red Matter 2 made me say that all over again, right? And then we yeah. have these quest classics like like Walkabout and Poker Stars and Knock, like these social games, social fun multiplayer games. And they all just, we just got them all. They all flooded in around the same time. And so... You know, forget about what's happening next. Where we are now, it feels like we have a complete library of VR games. I feel like we've already surpassed the Quest 2 library. We're close to surpassing the uh, PSVR 1 library, all within the first 100 days of this headset. I mean, that I can't say that for too many consoles in the history of gaming. Because we know that the games that we wanted to bring over, a lot of them have. Um, so, um, uh, I'm trying to think, what's the game that begins with W? that we um wanderer wanderer mm-hmm. um that we that's coming to psvr2 we don't have a date on that do we we don't um we don't no we we, so we only that, know that's coming to... because of a leak right so yeah oh is that right yeah is that right okay the um, accidental german playstation blog so oh, I mean, yeah that... not a leak just a poorly timed blog post <laughs> mm. yeah but it also i think it was a teachable moment that you know the concerns of wanting backwards compatibility you know we were very annoyed uh, annoyed about that um i think this has proven that sony has made the right decision the only games that should be playable on psvr2 are games that are made for psvr2 and actually when we were watching the meta showcase and they talk about you know the quest 3 is going to be you know playable for over 500 titles from quest 2 and the first uh, quest you know, on the one hand, you're like, no, that's great for what those are. But it's like, but that's why Quest 3 is not going to be pushing things forward because there's going to be a lot of people with that new headset that are just happy with the games as they are. Whereas on PSVR 2, it's like, no, games that get made for this are made for this tech. Yeah. Um, the PS5 and the PSVR 2 hardware. And it means that you're going to get better quality games. That's not to say that Quest 3 games can't be good. Um, but I'm just saying the dynamics are slightly different and seeing the meta quest three advertised as playable for all 500 titles so far, I was like, yeah, Sony definitely made the right decision. I mean, I, I agree and I disagree, right? Because, um, because yes, we definitely want all of the games that we've already paid for to just be here already. Like we, we, yeah. we would like that, but, but yeah, I, I mean, at launch we had pistol whip at launch. We had whatever. Uh, I, I mean, I'm like, already forgetting what games we had like Moss book one and two, you know, and, and different developers have done this in different ways. And then, you know, the, I think the, the ones who really care are the ones who are 
bringing their games over and basically doing exactly what we wanted uh, with backwards compatibility, right? Because if you look at Cave Digger 1 that just got released on PSVR 2 this week, or if you look at Transformers VR that just got released a couple, you know, a couple weeks ago on PSVR 2, these are basically carbon copies of the PlayStation VR 1 version, just same kind of lower resolution, whatever, right? Maybe not amazing frame rates, whatever, but they brought them over for free, right? And so they're doing, they're essentially bringing us what we wanted with backwards compatibility. We just want to play our old games for free. They don't have to be upgraded, right? And so, and so that's great. Um, but then, but then of course, you know, we've got other games that are, that are, that we're, that we're paying for, um, Res, Thumper, right? But those have been upgraded. So it's, it's a little mix of column A and column B. And, and of course, then we've got, and then of course we had all those games at launch, the quest games like Demio, I, I, I keep calling them quest games, but you know, they're also PC VR games for the most part. Um, that just got a dramatic radical overhaul for PSVR two, right? When they said the enhanced edition for tales from the galaxy's edge, I was like, yeah, whatever. What we'll see. And I was like, God, oh, this looks fantastic. And this plays fantastic. And it's still got some of the best weapon haptics I've ever used. Um, so yeah, I mean, do, is this a great substitute for uh, backwards compatibility? Like the, the um, what, what's happening? It's, it's an okay substitute for backwards compatibility. I'm glad it's happening. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree with that. Uh, one game that I've just been thinking a lot about recently and actually when playing with randoms on knock, uh, the love, and this is with non-game cats. The love for Spark uh, is still out there, yeah. And I'm just like, I think Spark could really do well if it if if it they somehow got together and released it again for PSVR two. I think there'd be a huge audience for it. Yeah, yeah, oh, I, I think so. Um, and and I think I think if C Smash, if the developers over there, uh, is it yeah, Wolf and Woods doing that. C Smash could absolutely capture that market. Um, yep. You know, and, and we'll we'll see because you know we we only really get to try out one game mode, uh, and the demo didn't work great when I tried it. I guess it's been patched and whatever, but um, but I'm definitely looking to see all the different game modes that they have. And one of the game modes that they have seems a lot like Spark, uh, so they could be capturing that market. Uh, although it would be nice just to have Spark again. I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but dude, the future though, right? When we talk about the future of PSVR two, we don't we can't see that far out in the distance. This and I and I kind of enjoy that. This is the, the fun part of a, of anything, and the fun part of gaming uh, is not only playing the games, but it's the announcements of games, right? And we can't see too far in the future. We don't really have many twenty twenty four games, right? We could probably pick apart every game that we know and go. This one could slip into twenty twenty four, but I just I threw a, I threw a bunch of games down here, Miles. And let me just rattle these off real quick. These are ones we know about. And as far as I know, these are all coming in 2023. Resident Evil 4, Hubris, VR Skater, Firewall Ultra, Aces of Thunder, Project Wingman, Undead Citadel, Green Hell VR, Behemoth, Lawn, Hellsweeper, Lo-Fi, Journey to Foundation, Synapse, Ghost of Tabor, Firmament, Wandering in Space, The Foglands, Into the Darkness. Into the Darkness might be 2024. Madison VR, Propagation Paradise Hotel, Hotel, Pixel Rip 1978. I mean, if those were the only games we got, and I mean, I know they're these are third-party games, right? These are third-party games that are coming to other platforms, but we will get the best versions of them, I'm sure. 
even if these were the only games we got for the rest of the year, that's like one game a week for the rest of the year. And I didn't, I didn't go in and look for, you know, middling middle of the road titles. All I'm excited for every single one of the games that I just listed off. So I, we have an exciting rest of the year, even with just the stuff that we know. Uh, so, right. you know, and, and resident evil four was the first one that I said, right. I fully expect that to be a holiday 2023 title. Like, Another AAA game that's as as good or better than Village in this in in the same eight month window. Uh, that's that to me. That's insane. Or nine ten month window. Yeah, yeah. It, it's amazing hearing you read them out like that. I mean, for me, when I look at the future, I sort of think I always think about it in phases and what PlayStation has done. Um, at launch, it was giving us a good mix of games. You know, getting people into the ecosystem yeah. and saying like this is the the, the next stage, uh, and I actually do think having some of those PSVR games come to PSVR two was a great way of saying when it was done well, um, this is what why PSVR two is great. It's like ah oh, wow, I can really see the improvements with this you know direct comparison that I can do. The next phase was, and I remember at launch thinking this. You know, I love my social multiplayer experiences, and there weren't many. Um, Synth Riders, I think, came not... It came in the launch window. It wasn't at launch, I don't believe. I could be wrong, actually. Um, but that multiplayer was a really good time. Um, but as you mentioned very recently, you know, Walkabout Mini Golf, um, uh, Poker Stars VR. Um, we've got Beat Saber now. Yeah. Um, all, all these great titles. Um and I love that a lot. And for me, I think the next stage of the future, in addition to all the great games that you've mentioned, I think it's about um, filling the funnel, getting more people buying PS5s, which is just absolutely booming. Uh, and then having just one title that is going to get people that haven't considered VR to finally do it. Um, I think that's going to be one thing that they need to do in the future and then secondly it's having a bigger social game and what i mean by that is something like unfortunately it's not going to be dreams because we know that's not coming to psvr 2 mm-hmm. but something like rec room something where there's it, it's somewhere to hang out yeah. i'm talking about like social social um as opposed to you know knock is great um you know you can chat with people great community uh walk about mini golf i think is great but you are just the only times you meet people is to play a game of golf with them, which is amazing. I love it. But I just feel like something like Rec Room uh, is needed next, um, some kind of social space. It is It is weird. Rec Room seems like the last holdout. Like, why isn't that on PSVR 2 yet? Like, Beat Saber seemed like it's like even just coming three months after launch, Beat Saber felt like it took forever, right? That should have been yeah. a launch title. Um I mean, poker, poker stars, I, that's in a whole nother league, right? Because poker stars was supposed to be a PSVR one launch, uh, PSVR one title two years ago. Uh, and so that we were just used to waiting for that. Um, and then walkabout, you know, same thing. Like we never get announced for PSVR one, but we're like, why isn't this coming to PSVR one? Uh, so, you know, we definitely waited for quite a few of these things, but rec room, just their silence is very, very strange because they keep updating, uh, the core rec room experience but not updating it for PSVR two yet, which is really strange. Um, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm oddly okay with it miles because, uh, I loved rec room, uh, when rec room came out and for, you know, here and there, I loved jumping in and seeing what people have made. Um, but it's certainly not something I, I've, I find myself spending that much time in 
uh, overall? Well, now that uh, Dreams isn't coming to PSVR 2, um, I am thinking about um, that one of the last things I did in Rec Room, which wasn't the um, PSVR without Pro Hangout, which was good fun, <laughs> but I started making uh, Wolfenstein 3D uh, in <laughs> I VR. Remember like, that. I actually started. Yep. Yeah. And I was really impressed because I'm not a particularly com- competent like designer and stuff like that. But I remember taking the headset off, looking at like visuals of the game and I was making the doors and we had the guns and stuff. And it was very early stages. But I know that if Rec Room does come to PSVR 2, I'm sure there are game cats out there mm-hmm. who loved Wolfenstein 3D and would be up for jumping in multiplayer and help me build the first level. Like that's the kind of stuff that excites me. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's just me speaking for myself, but. Yeah. Uh, so this leads us to a viewer takeover question uh, from our Discord. Remember, guys, join the Discord. Click the link in the description below. You want to get in on the multiplayer meetups every Sunday? Yeah, you do. You want to hang out with all of us? I mean, maybe. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Where we hang out 24-7. And if you want to get your viewer takeover questions on the show and don't feel like tipping to get them there, <laughs> well, boy, do we have a deal for you. Just like Primal Sage did over on our Discord. Hashtag viewer takeover. Do you think it's time to have a separate Sony VR in Sony flat showcase. Uh, after seeing the meta showcase, uh, the time of day Sony gives to VR is embarrassingly sparse. We answered this earlier in the show, Miles, um, but do, do you think it's as easy as that? Do you think it's as easy as just saying, let's separate these things? Or do you think there's more at play here? I think that's what that's the road I want to go down on. Go down. I think I said go down on. <laughs> I don't want to go down on any road, but the... Do you think, do you think that's the problem? Is the problem with the showcase is that is Sony has everybody's attention. Sony has 4 million people's attention. Like, or, or is there a bigger problem here? And would, would a state of play solve that problem? I think state of play solves keeping, like serving the VR community in the meantime. But when it comes to boosting the uptake of PSVR 2, it has to be done in, in a showcase among everything else. Mm-hmm. And they had that with the, you know, some of the titles they had there were great, but um, with Resident Evil 4, but my argument is they've already hit that group of people because they've done Resident Evil Village. Okay, Resident Evil 4 is a bit more uh, recent, and obviously I'm not saying it's going to have a detrimental effect. Of course it's going to get some people to consider taking it up. Mm-hmm. But we need that Destiny 2, that GTA Online. And, I'm, you know, I know people are tired of me saying it again and again. But you need one of those big games on the showcase to say, look, we are serious about VR. This is the future. And we are willing to invest the time, resources and money to make one of the biggest, most beloved games in gaming history now be a game that you can play inside in VR. Um, and so, yeah, I do think that the showcase does play a role for those big hitters, but I do think the um, state of plays are also important for for serving um, the VR community. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head, Miles. I think that I think that showcases should be all about convincing flat screen gamers, convincing PS5 owners that they want to buy a PlayStation VR two with those hit you over the head. Triple A moments, triple A games, either built from the ground up, Horizon Call of the Mountain, uh, Grant, or, or, you know, big, big, uh, first party IPs converted over or big third party IPs converted over into hybrid games like Village, like Resident Evil 4, like Gran Turismo. Uh, those are the things you want in a showcase. Uh, and you can certainly debut some of those things, uh, in, in a state of play as well. Uh, but again, I think that 
yesterday's uh, Oculus or Meta, whatever, showcase, what that proved is that we want to see any and all games coming to PlayStation VR 2, right? Even games that look a little Quest-like, right? I was so excited to see Bulletstorm. I was so excited to see The Seventh Guest. I was so excited to see everything that they showed. So I think that state of plays are important for Sony to say, well, we also want to date. We also want to debut some of these titles. We also want to be the ones going to bat for those indie teams, those smaller, you know, I, the term gets thrown around triple I teams, right? Like the, the, the bigger indie studios uh, or the single A studios who all want to make VR games. Like show that on Sony stage and, 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 and let Sony show their commitment to indies. Again, the people who carried VR for six years, if it wasn't for indie studios, we wouldn't have really any games for the last six years. We've had like five games. And so this is, and, and those indie studios are getting bigger and they're making better games. And they're slowly going from s- small indie studios that have two employees to eight employees to 20 employees to 50 to a hundred. And by the end of the PlayStation VR two generation, a lot of these studios are going to be two, three, four times bigger than they were last gen. And so we are witnessing the birth and the growth of a lot of these indie studios and I can't wait to grow up with them. Right. And so let's, let's go along for the ride. Let's, let's watch these studios grow and develop and, and debut their games and state of plays and, and have PlayStation be those partners from day one. And so when PSVR two is closing out, closing up shop in six years, you know, w- w- those final games are still coming to PlayStation VR two because a lot of those games weren't coming to PlayStation VR one at the end. Right. PlayStation VR one was dry at the end. And I don't think that'll be the case this time around, but like, we don't want that again. So I, that was like a fucking, I just went, I just went down on that road. No, hard. no, no, it's absolutely. And I, I just want to punctuate that last point, which was um, the conversations I've had with devs and studios in the last few months. Um, the, the, the sort of phrase that I've heard or the, the sentiment I've heard from a lot of them is they believe that 2023 is going to be a golden era for VR. It's going to be the year we look back on and go, this is when VR blew up. Um, a lot of them are feeling that at the moment. And I think you're seeing that with these headsets. Yeah, You know, have had PSVR 2, had MetaQuest 3, and there's a real sense that they're timing it. There's arguments that MetaQuest 3 was announced the way it was because they're anticipating Apple now getting into the VR game. So... Look, this is this is all happening, um, and so I think it's it's really really exciting. It's all happening, Miles. It's all it, happening. it really is. Yeah. All right, man. Well, there's a fun little trip down memory lane. Is uh, you know, we had uh, I the fact that here we are 100 days later. I still have. I'm still drowning in games to play, um, and more are coming. More are coming very soon. So stay tuned. Uh, it's just going to get better from here on out. Although it's not going to get better for Miles from here on out because we're about to play some 20 questions. Miles, you ready to play some 20 questions? Uh, uh, no. It's your turn to pick a game, yeah? Uh, Are you ready to play 20 questions, Brian? Hold on a second. Oh, I do want to address something that Matthew Longo said in the chat uh, about Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. I, I th- did we did we say this on the show yesterday? Did we do say this... I, I think the well, reason said- San Andreas wasn't shown yesterday because it's I, I would put... I would put a pe- I would I would bet a pizza that's going to be a Quest Three exclusive. There's no way that game's yeah, coming to Quest Two. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Every game that was shown yesterday was uh, was uh, was going to be on Quest Two and Quest Three. 
Uh, and that, that was like sort of the theme of the show. All these games will be available for your current headset. And when you upgrade, boom, uh, that's why they didn't show San Andreas. Guaranteed. And is that connect? Is, uh, is it meta connect? It's called where they'll be showing quest three. Yeah. This September, I think they said, probably right? showing the, yeah. And they'll be showing the games that come with that. Yeah. And we might get the beat cyber progression system then as well. I think you're just going to keep saying that until the end of time. <laughs> I will. I will keep saying it right. until it comes out or they say right. we're not doing it anymore. And then, and then it's seven, seven years. Be like, I yeah. swear it's still coming. Maybe, it'll, maybe it'll be a place to, maybe it'll be a quest five exclusive. There we go. Yeah. Um, all right, man. It's time to play 20 questions. Please, everybody in the chat. Um, Bill says, I bet a pizza's coming to PSVR too. I like that. Um, I don't think it's happening. I think we're getting Grand Theft Auto 5 still. I don't know why. I don't know why. That's just, that's just stuck in my head. Everybody help Miles out because this is not an easy game to play. I'm going to put six minutes up on the clock. Uh, you guys and Miles have 20 yes or no questions in six minutes to guess what PlayStation VR or PlayStation VR 2 game I am currently thinking of. Miles, are you ready? I'm as ready as I'll ever be, Brian. That's not a good sign. On your mark, get Dez. Go. Uh, is this on PSVR 2? No. It's not on PSVR 2. That narrows it down. That does narrow it down, <laughs> indeed. Um, to the majority. Yeah. Uh, does it have full locomotion? Uh, no, it does not have full no locomotion. Full. I like these ones where it's all the nose. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. have this, doesn't have that. We certainly know what it's um, yeah um is it a a first person game yes first person great um does it have a realistic aesthetic have they gone for realism i would be the answer is no the answer is no okay no we're gonna go with no okay we'll go with no we'll go with no um okay (laughs) Um, are puzzles a significant feature of this game? No. No puzzles, that's five. Okay. Um, is, is shooting a, a primary mechanic? Are you shooting things in, in this? Uh, no. Not shooting. Okay. Um... Is it a walking sim? Like narrative kind nope. of Nope, not walking nope. sim. Um is it based on a popular IP? Uh yeah, yeah. Um is it a scary game? No. Is it is it a horror? Nope. No, it's not. Nope. Not scary not or horror. horror. No. Nope. Um, is it music based? No, that's 10. Not music based. Okay. Um, are vehicles involved or are you inside things that you're driving? If I said yes, it would throw you off. No, the answer is absolutely no. No, no, no. It's definitely no. I'm overthinking everything because I don't want to steer you astray, but no, no vehicles. Uh, also, Based on a popular IP or based on an IP, just keep that loose. Loose, okay. Yeah. Loosely based. Well, it's it's officially it's officially yes, it's officially based on an IP. All right, I think I think that just implies something, and I don't want this. and I don't want to steer you astray. That's yeah. all. That's fair enough. That's yeah. fair enough. 
Um, right, so, right, Game Cats. It's not, it's not on PSVR 2. There's no full locomotion. Uh, it's first person. Not They haven't gone for realism. Not puzzles. Not shooting. Not walking sim. Nah, based on a popular IP, loosely think about that. Not horror. Not music-based. And there are not vehicles. Um... Is it is it a sport? Yes. It is a sport. It is a sport. Um Can it make you wet? I mean me? Yeah, does it would this sport make I don't get wet when you I play wet? this. Okay. No. All no. Right. It it doesn't make you wet. Okay, it doesn't make you wet. I'm, I mean what does that mean? I mean, like, are you sweating? Well, is, there wa- is there water in it? Is there like, water? You're fishing, yeah, you're going to get wet. Does fishing make you wet? I thought you're supposed to stay in the boat. No, it doesn't make you wet, yeah, Miles. That's a weird fucking question. You, Just admit it was catch, a weird question. When you catch a big fish, it splashes you and you get wet. Yeah, okay. Moving on. Okay. Yeah, you've got, you've got two minutes uh, left. Make them count. Oh, man. Um... Is it could it be headmaster? I mean, um, are you are you using like in this sport an item like to hit things with? Sure. Yeah. Yes, you are. Okay. Um, are there multiple games of this particular sport mm-hmm. on PSVR two? On PSVR, I mean. Oh, like do many games? But, are there many games? Uh, yeah. No, no, no. Okay, because because there's multiple table tennis, for example. So right. Okay. No, no, that's fifteen. No, no. no. Okay. Um, um. Would you would you play? Would this be a golf game? This would be a golf game. Is it? This is a. This is like trip down memory lane. Uh, is this everybody's sort of golf game? Is it a golf game for ev- everybody? I mean, not not for people who like multiplayer games. Now, Oh, fair. Yeah. Is it everybody's golf, Brian? Eighteen questions. It is everybody's golf. VR uh, came out. 2019, May 2019, so it just celebrated its four-year anniversary by Clap Hands, the masters of everything golf, except mini-golf. Um, this was a, uh, a fantastic game, Miles, but not fully, not full-featured, full-featured, sadly. Yeah. You asked if this it was, was realistic. Uh... You asked if it was realistic, and I was like, oh, man, like, the golf courses are totally realistic, except... For the realistic. fact they have dinosaurs on them. And then I was like, oh, but the caddies and the, and the characters you choose, they're all like super deformed or super cartoony characters. And I was like, ah, man. Yeah. So I couldn't go with realistic. And you, that, that threw and me. And you can't, you, you can't get in the water. No, no. Dan Kiefer says, does everybody's golf make you wet? It, it depends if you have a crush on your caddy. Um, because mm, the caddies really take a strong interest in you. I think more than any caddy should. Uh, so yeah. Uh, this is a game. Uh, somebody had somebody asked the question: uh, Was this game mentioned on today's show? 
And that would have really thrown you because I think I mentioned this as a physical game that's selling for $10 on the PlayStation. Uh, you can buy it directly from PlayStation for $10. And I said it in such mm. in passing. Yes. It. I, I think it would have thrown you off if you, if you asked that question. Um, I think everybody's golf was uh, a 20 question uh, game that you chose. It was like the, one of the first things I ever clipped from this show when I was first presenting. Dude, probably, probably like, I yeah. mean, the number- I remember cause I said, do you, do, would you use a, a stick? <laughs> I think it was, that was the question. And you're like, yeah, you could use a stick. Yeah. Dude, the number, <laughs> thank God we have looper around here who keeps track of all this shit because, uh, there's no way, there's no way I would ever know if we've repeated games because it's just, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just too much to remember. Uh, Grizzly Bear King with a $10 tip says, I came here looking for the best PlayStation VR 2 100 days later. Uh, PSVR 2 Gamescast Live on YouTube, and that's exactly what I found. Hey, Miles. Hey, Brian. Hey, Cats. Hey, Grizzly Bear King. Hey. Um, all right, man. Uh, let's get out of here. Um, we both have, uh, I believe, a busy weekend, and uh, it's been it's been quite a week. It's been a good week, though. Yep. It really has. But Game Cats, should I be packing now, then sleeping? Or because I'm exhausted now, should I sleep and wake up early and pack before I got to go? Just get it done, dude. That's all right. You'll be able to sleep so much better knowing that you're packed. When you wake up, That's you won't true. be as miserable because you're kind of ready to go. That's true. That's true. Looper right. the Underground Game Cat with the two euro says it was August 5th of last year. I'm assuming that we did everybody's golf. So, uh, uh, yeah, we can repeat a game every nine months. That's fine. That's that's fine. Totally that's fine. Allowed. That's the rule. Every nine months, I just made it up. It's also a strat. It's a bold strat as well because it you, you think, oh, they're never going to use that again. Like yeah. if, you, if you do everybody's golf in two weeks, I'm probably never going to guess it. What if I do it next week? Uh, yeah. Well, it's my turn to choose. So, oh, good point. What did yeah. you choose? Everybody's golf next it. week. Well, that'd be telling, wouldn't it? So we'll have to wait and see. Stay uh, tuned. I'll be damned. Oh, Danorama Pajama, the Game Cats. Lama <laughs> says, "Don't pack, just buy new shit." I like it. <laughs> Don't pack anything. Like just buy a whole new wardrobe when you get there. New deodorant, new comb, new everything. Oh, dude, I always feel for people when they go on vacation and their luggage doesn't show up, and you do that, and they have to buy stuff when they're there, and it's it's that whole like then. There's that sort of thought that it might show up, so they don't buy anything. Oh man, like yeah, touch wood, never happened for me, and it it definitely won't happen for this trip because it's a staycation. It's on the coast, so if I lose luggage, it's my own fault because I'm driving. (laughs) Dude, I (laughs) that is your fault. Um, The one of the last times I went to San Francisco, uh, it was a long time ago. I haven't I haven't gone anywhere in a long, long time. Um, But I had. on, on like the second to last night or the last night that I was in my, it was such a fucking shithole that I was staying in. It was like a halfway house. It was only like 50 bucks a night. It was crazy. Dude discovered bed bugs the last night that I was there or the second to last night. And so I was just like, shit, like I don't want to bring bed bugs home with me. So I just dealt with it. Right. I dealt with it until the absolute last day. Then right before I checked out, I threw everything into my luggage walked out back and threw threw it into their dumpster and just didn't take anything home with me at all. Like nothing, nothing. I just went home and had to to rebuy anything that I brought with me. Um, It was crazy. I feel sorry for uh, Danarama Pajama, the Game Cats Pet Llama. BA, British Airways lost my luggage at Christmas. Right. I mean, that's just insult to injury. That's a home alone um, moment right there. Yeah. Mm. 
guys, anyway. thank you so thank you so much for hanging out. Uh, we really appreciate you. Um, it was, you guys have been absolutely fucking amazing. Uh, I mean, everybody who everybody came out yesterday and watched the meta showcase with us. I, I, I'm still baffled by that. You guys are the best community I've ever experienced in my entire life. So thank you very much, um, Miles. Thank you for being here, everybody. Make sure you go subscribe to Miles' channel. Go watch him freak out over Cosmo Dread. Uh, gotta love that shit. The heart rate monitor is awesome. Yeah. Uh, thank you to everyone who supports the channel financially over here as a member over on patreon.com slash without pearl games. Anybody who tipped during the show, anybody who, uh, commented, anybody who participated in 20 questions, of course, anyone who sat back and watched the show didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there and we love you just as much. Happy Friday, Miles. Happy Friday, Brian. Happy Friday again, cats. Have a wonderful weekend. See you next time. The chat, the chat's asking if I went home naked. <laughs> no, I was, I was, I was really, really concerned though about, um, about you know, like is is a bed bug gonna like get on my clothes and, or or stay in my shoes or, or whatever. Um, so I was like shaking. Every, once I got out of the hotel, I was like standing out uh, on tender in the tenderloin in in, uh, in San Francisco on on the street corner, <laughs> like taking off shoes and socks and shaking them out and like people must have thought i was homeless or crazy uh and so uh yeah i was i was like half naked on the streets of uh san francisco trying to shake everything out um and so and i even went into i went in, went into a restaurant for lunch before i went to catch my plane uh and i went into their bathroom and shook out my pants as if that's like oh jesus i'm just gonna like pawn my problem off on somebody else right but i didn't want to get it on the plane because then that would definitely be pawning my problem off on somebody else so ah oh, dude fucking ridiculous so man hey uh miles um i know that we've, we've got this clip of the week channel uh, over on over on Discord, but yeah, but I think you got the clip of the week this week. Is that right? Oh, I I did. I don't, well, yeah. I mean, I'm happy to this show from the Cosmodred stuff. Yeah, if this is what we're talking about, well, let's check it out, man. It's gonna be great, dude. Horrible. <laughs> so, is it in there or is it in one of these? <laughs> Jesus Christ! The spider was in there. Oh man, that was horrible. That's like when you go in the bathroom and then you look behind you and the uh, the spider's like on the wall of that you just come in. Did I kill it though? No! Fuck! It's the <laughs> For sake! Die, you f man. Jesus Christ. Oh. Wait, did you say that they, um, uh, they come back alive? Do they come back, did you say? Someone tell me. Do they come back alive? All I'm hearing is laughing in my ear, and it's not cool. Amazing. Amazing. I love it. Dude. Dude. Yeah. For like 60 seconds, all I could hear was, ha, 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 ha. Someone <laughs> says, 
LOL, ha, 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 ha. Because they were still laughing at that earlier stuff. And it was, everyone was laughing so much that, as I was saying, do they come back alive? All I'm hearing is, ha, 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 ha. Oh, man. Wow. Dude, oh, dude. Dude, so, so okay, so I, I, I don't want to spoil anything, right? If anybody who hasn't played Cosmo Dread, just fucking tune out right now. But I, I was probably three or four hours into Cosmo Dread. Because like, there I am for three or four hours, just opening every single locker casually, just like, oh, I wonder what's in here. 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 Um, it wasn't until three or four hours in the Cosmo Dread that I I finally opened one, and there was a big spider thing in it. Like I was like, it's the, and the eye look. It's the way the eye looks at you. It's, it's like the fact the that there's eye. anything oh. in it at all other than items. It was just because it's totally unexpected, and so I slammed it shut. <laughs> I slammed it shut and ran away. Like I hadn't. I, I don't think I'd even seen one of those monsters yet. Like I again. I, I think I just experienced Cosmodred in the most perfect way. Everything unlocked slowly, and I just kept experiencing right. things like more. I was like, I, I, I by three or four hours in, I thought that I had experienced everything. I'd seen everything that the game was going to show me. And it, and it wasn't. That was the first time I had seen that. And, and because of that, because wow. I'd gotten so comfortable just walking around the opening gap, it scared the living shit out of me. It was perfect. Dude, I, yeah, I mean, I shot it straight away. But, um, I, uh, dude, I, I still feel the creeps. Like, I kept feeling it on my back. Like, they, those things just give me the creeps in the game. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't open another locker after that in the game. I, I, I couldn't do it because it was just like that because that happened like maybe yeah. it was on my second run Damn. and it was like so Damn. what am i i'm like 20 minutes in yeah. 25 30 minutes in and i was like i can't do this anymore i can't i, I just couldn't open it because they're massive them oh dude yeah. and you you do in my review and in, in my and in, in, in all in all the footage that i've captured i've got seven hours of footage you can tell all the footage that happened before I experienced that scare and all the footage that happened after I experienced that scare. Because for the next five hours that I played that game, I opened every single cabinet so cautiously and it like yeah. never happened again. No, maybe it like happened one more time, but it like so infrequent that like I get, I bet so many people played through that game and did never experience that happening. Right. Yeah. Cause straight away I was like, no, nah, so I'm done. And like, um, I ended the live stream just going, yeah, I, I know I've got to open stuff to progress and I'm not prepared to open anymore. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, man, I hope you get back. But to yeah, it. Th- I, I know, you, I know you feel like you've had your fill, but I hope you get back to it. It's too much fun. Oh, no, I, 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 this is the thing is why I feel conflicted. I know we're going to end the show now, but like, um, I, I do really respect the genre. I love it and I want to play it more, but at the same time, I am making progress like horror films and flat screen games. I can play so easy now because of what VR's done. But like I did two hours of resident evil village. Mm-hmm. I did an hour of that. I did four runs or three and a half runs. Like I'm making progress basically. Uh, and so, <laughs> yeah, I will get there and I was able to keep my heart rate below a hundred. Um, so well done miles. Well done. Thank you. Progress in process. <laughs> Yeah, everybody have a great weekend. We love you all. We'll see you soon. Catch you later.